shoot. Welcome to Liberty FM, the podcast dedicated to all things New York Liberty. I'm Felicia, and I'm joined by my co-host and husband, Francois. This is episode 18, recapping game one in the first round of the 2023 WNBA playoffs. The Liberty faced off against the Washington Mystics with a strong win, beating them by a score of 90 to 75. Francois, let's get into this game. Yeah, let's get started. And uh, we knew that, you know, it wouldn't be your usual second seed against seven seed. We knew that Washington Mystics was probably the toughest uh, matchup mm-hmm. in the first round of those playoffs. And, uh, you know, due to a lot of injuries. And the first quarter, uh, you know, didn't change that, that fact that it was going to be a tough matchup because the way the Mystics started that quarter as a Liberty fan, you know, you were kind of worried about what could happen <laughs> yeah. throughout the game. How did you how did you feel when you saw, like, how, you know, dominant the, the Mystics were in that first quarter? Yeah, I think, you know, they played with pace. They came out strong. You know, we know that the Mystics are, are a great team. You know, the only reason they're, you know, number seven is, you know, because of all the injuries they've had this season. And so, you know, they got some of their players back, especially um, Elena Deladon and, you know, Sykes. She's a phenomenal player. As annoying as she could be (laughs) to other teams, you you would want her on your team because she's just so... She's so aggressive. She gets in there. She's she's fighting for everything. That's just what it is. And she's just an all-around great basketball player. Um, and you can't, you know, forget Natasha Cloud as well. And so they came out um, strong. The They were killing the Liberty on the pick and rolls. Yeah, definitely. Um, that was their bread and butter, I think, the first quarter. And so, you know, I think the Liberty had to really, you know, take – take a time out a little bit, readjust, come back in the next quarter. But definitely the first quarter was all Washington Mystics for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was kind of worried because like every single play, the Mystics were just pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll. And uh, Liberty's defense was really struggling to communicate and, you know, help and switch at the right times. And on offense, you know, the Liberty are known to, are known to be an excellent I know ball moving team, and I think they ended up first in assists this season. But you know the Mystics with Clouds and Sykes were mm-hmm. putting a lot of pressure on the ball, and you know they turned the turned the ball over quite a few times. I think three times in the first quarter, which all led to uh, Mystics points uh, after that. So you know you were like kind of worried about the the approach. Um, but I'm glad that things started to shift in the, in the second quarter. Uh, I know that Sabrina said after the game that, you know, what sort of adjustment they needed to make in the second quarter. And she said that we got stopped defensively, and that was huge for them. At the beginning of the first quarter, uh, they were giving them too many easy layups and weren't communicating well uh, in their off-court defense. And so they started to bring more intensity. And when I... Say the word intensity, I cannot help but think of Benajalini. Yeah. Benajalini was incredible. What can we say about her? She put the team on her back because I definitely think, you know, in that first quarter, everyone seemed a little shaky. Yeah. You know, it's the first playoff game and they had some time off. And so you, you're just kind of wondering 
oh, how's this going to go? But Benaja was probably in that first half, your strongest player. You know, she was getting down there defensively. You know, she sets the tone defensively, and she knows that. And so she had to definitely pick up her defense, which she did. But she was also scoring. She was getting (laughs) into the paint, shooting threes. I mean, she was everywhere. And so, you know, I think that really helped the team. And that's the one thing, you know, about the Liberty is that, you know, I think a lot of pressure is put more on Sabrina and on Brianna Stewart. And even if they're not making their shots, the good thing is, is that you have other players on that team, whether it's Benaja, whether it's JJ. And it started to really be those two initially, you know, until everyone else started to contribute. And so, you know, what can you say about her? She is an all-around player. You you want her on your team defensively because she, she definitely took it to Sykes in, in a great way. And I think, you know, she set the tone for the team and it helped the team to stay in it, to stay as close as they were and that it wasn't some blowout. Yeah, I mean, Sandy Brandello said after the game that we don't win this game without Benajelani. Yeah. And I remember, I think, like, from the get-go, like, she scored, like, a free to, you know, mm-hmm. set the tone. Uh, and she scored a lot of points in, in those first two quarters. But also, like you said, defensively, I mean, she's pretty much guarding the best guard or one of the best players of the opposing uh team every single game you know whether it's like you know chelsea gray drew Lord, clarendon um you know sykes or, or cloud like you know she's like have to well kalea copper like, you know all the names that comes to mind across the season like and she's able to do that and also provide a big boost offensively and and you know, I, I was also, you know, we complained all season long about how sometimes the calls are very soft in the WNBA, that it doesn't take a lot for players to get calls. But I felt on the other end, uh, this time around, this game was pretty physical. And the, the ref, I don't know if they forgot their whistle or something, but, you know, they allowed a lot of freedom uh, in this game. Even at some point, I, I can't remember if it was at the end of the first, I think it was at the end of the first quarter, when uh, uh, Daladon uh, was interviewed by ESPN and she was saying, like, basically, yeah, we're going to see how, uh, you know, this game is going to be ref uh, to pretty much adjust and see, oh, are we going to be able to continue, you know, to play that physically or are we going to have to, like, turn it down a notch? We showed that they that was part of their plan to be really physical with the Liberty. Yeah, it, I mean, even the game before, you know, their last home game uh, for the regular season, they were the Mystics were really physical with the Liberty, and so you know I'm I was anticipating that they're gonna come out in the same way, and the Liberty is just gonna have to stand up to that, you know. And I, it it's definitely something with the refs that I was surprised they let certain calls go, and then some calls they're making. It's just the refs are interesting, you know. It's like yeah. that's that's the best way because it's like. For any fan, there are definitely a lot of bluebirds coming down on the refs throughout the game, but I could understand that both sides were complaining, you know, about the refs. And they had every right because there were definitely um, some fouls that should have been called that didn't get called, and then fouls that were called that, you know, weren't called on the other end. So it just wasn't even. It just didn't seem like it was a balanced game. And so, you know, and, and missed calls at that. So... I think that's the hard part, you know, for for these teams is that 
when the refs just I just feel like they're subpar honestly <laughs> and so well, you know don't, don't worry you won't get fined unless uh, I'm know, not unlike, an athlete unlike Sabrina I don't work, that could you know I don't work for the liberty she say something but. I don't work for the liberty we're just fans and so you know the fans see it you know even when you see replays you're like come on ref you're right there and so it, it's frustrating it's frustrating but you gotta keep going and that's the one thing that I appreciate about the Liberty is that even if they don't get the call, they keep going. They might even complain about it, but they have to get back in the game. They can't just stay sitting there complaining to a ref. They got to get right back in and play defense and do what they got to do. And so I appreciate that about the Liberty and that even for Sabrina, she made a couple threes instead of, you know, complaining to the ref. She was like, you know what? I'm going to just, I'm going to, just move this into points and that's what she did that's what she did for sure but when you think about it in the first half um and you know the the liberty took their first lead of the game uh with seven minutes left in the second quarter 39 to 37 but at that very moment and up until the last two minutes of the second quarter uh sabrina only scored first free um with two minutes left in the second quarter and even more surprising, uh, Brianna Stewart uh, only had a first field goal uh, with one minute left in that quarter. And there was an interesting stat that when we rewatched the game, uh, you know, later on, uh, that showed that Brianna Stewart's in the first uh, in the four games against the Mystics uh, in the regular seasons uh, was shooting only 33 um, uh, percent from the fields. And at that moment, in, at the halftime, she was one for seven. And I was a little concerned. I mean, kudos to the Mystics defense. They, they put a lot of pressure on her and gave her very little space. But I felt like at times, like maybe she was forcing a little bit. And she's so athletic. She, you know, has a long wingspan and, and can do so many other things that I wished at that point that she was like maybe attacking the basket a bit more. Uh, and, you know, at some point, I think Sykes had two fouls and, uh, and Natasha Cloud at some point also uh, had maybe two fouls. So I was like, maybe she should have been a little more aggressive. Now, nah, easier said than done. But what did you make yeah. of that, that first half and how the Mystics defended on, on Stewie? I mean, they pretty much had a, a suffocating defense on Stewie. And I think... It is, it's tough. They made it really hard on her to score. Some of her shots just looked like they were just short, you know, like there were a couple of shots that she just missed or, you know, they were just off enough. And maybe she was forcing a couple of shots or trying to, you know, shoot a three instead of driving to the basket. And, you know, it's it's tough. But the one thing about Stewie is that she's an all-around player. You know, it's like... She's not one of those players that can only rely on a couple of things. She's an all-around player offensively and defensively. So even though she may have seen like in that first half, you know, this might not be my 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 night. Yeah. She she picked it up in other areas defensively with blocks and rebounding and she did all the little things to help her other teammates who were scoring to get the ball. And so, you know, that's the thing about a great player and why you know, we think she deserves MVP because even if she has an off night, she's still going to make an impact on the court, whether Mm. it be in other areas, as I said, blocks, rebounds, assists, she's going to get those numbers up to help and still be a presence or even be a distraction. You know, like if you're double teaming her, someone else is going to be open and hopefully they can score. And I think 
That's what helped the Liberty out tonight. Every one of their starters scored and made significant contributions tonight. Now, what did I tell you uh, last podcast after we watched that, that last regular season game against the Mystic that I want the Liberty to feed John Cole Jones in yeah. the paint because she could be a decisive factor, the X factor uh, besides Benajalini. And that worked pretty well in that game. Like, I think Sloot was like automatic, like getting the ball to John Cole. I think Sabrina as well. And, you know, I don't think that the Mystics with Shakira Austin being injured, mm-hmm. that they really have the, the personnel uh, to stop John Quell because Deladon is probably going to defend on Stewie, which leaves, you know, um, you know another player that I have to deal with John Quell, and there's nobody as tall and physical uh, as her. And yeah. so I was really glad that, you know, they rely on that a lot besides mm-hmm. Benaja because when you have Stewie on an off night and Sabrina that score first three, uh, late in the second quarter, uh, that was crucial for the Liberty. What What did you make of of John Cole Jones? And I felt like she was very like decisive. Like she wasn't hesitating when she was shooting on the inside. Like you know, not getting afraid of the block or whatever. She was just like getting in there. Yeah, you know, um, John Cole in that game, she was so decisive and. You could tell that she was just in it, you know, and yeah, well, once you feed her the ball, she's definitely the X factor because we just got even during the game. I was like, feed her more because it was typically, you know, Heinz Allen, sometimes Natasha uh, Cloud that were on her. And I was like, get it. So when Natasha's on her, she could get a foul to get, you yeah, know, that's yeah, where they yeah. were picking up their fouls when they were on her. And so. I, I just think you got to keep feeding JJ. You just, you have to. She's going to be huge because I don't think they put as much pressure until she's really under the rim if they can get to her fast enough. Yeah. Their their focus seems to be really just Stewie, Sabrina, and they and they can bounce around quick though. So, you know, you their defense can be suffocating. So I think by feeding John Quell, she's definitely the X factor for them. And she... Just played her game. She, you know, I, I love the fact that she was so decisive. You know, she she wasn't second guessing her shot. She was just going up, taking it, and so that was great. Caught, you know, provoking fouls, so that sent her to the line a few times. And so, it she's just a great player for this team, and she's going to be huge for them uh, in this playoff run. Yeah. So after hustle play by Benaja that. Managed to score at the very last second of the second quarter. Uh, the Liberty ended up, you know, leading at halftime, 46-42. And you got to feel good about that considering how the game started. And I think for the morale, it was important to be ahead at, at halftime uh, to get going in the second half. But the second half, I would say it was all about Sabrina Ionescu. Yep. I felt like... She had a chip on her shoulder, but like an extra, extra spice. Because between uh, the Twitter discourse that, you know, a lot of people were saying like, oh, who's the best team in New York or who's the closest to win a, a title? And the Liberty were not even like even consider in the conversation. It was all about a uh, men's team. Um, and then obviously the, the last game of the regular season, even though it didn't really count for uh, anything, uh, the way the Mystics celebrated that win, mm-hmm. obviously it was a great play with uh, uh, yeah. Britney Sykes, but you had, 
you know, Natasha Cloud waving goodbye to the crowd. And then, like I said last time, like Sykes, that was like ecstatic. Like it was like, you know, the most important game of, of the season. And so I know that Sabrina, she doesn't need much to play at a high level, but she definitely used that to fuel her passion um, in that game. And she played like, I mean, like I've almost like never seen her before, like mm-hmm. with that extra confidence, like nobody could stop her. Mm-hmm. And I remember last year, especially players like Natasha Klein, Brittany Sykes, Sykes was playing for the LS Sparks last year. But they had a tendency to really put a lot of pressure, double teaming her. And, you know, it was a struggle for Sabrina. But physically this year, she seems much stronger. And she beat them quite a few times. She wasn't just shooting free. She was attacking the basket as well. But she was just on another level in that second half, don't you think? Yeah, she came out. And again, like, I would say Benajah put the team on her back in the first half. Sabrina did it in the second half. I think, you know, with her three her three point shots and also with JJ setting some beautiful, beautiful screens screen for her. Because yeah. there was that one screen that JJ set in the second no, half. That, that Sykes a, just that crumbled. hit him there, right? Like it's just like just Sykes just crumbled under that screen. It was such a good screen. But, you know, that got Sabrina those threes, essentially. You know, for Sabrina from Last year to this year, you just see how much she's improved. But you also see her desire to win. Mm. You know, I don't think it takes much for Sabrina to be set off in terms of getting, you know, showing it on the court. I think, you know, yeah, she they don't like to, no one likes to be disrespected on their home court. And yeah. it's not going to take much. And by, you know, losing at the buzzer like that, and that's just a tough loss, especially when you fought that second half in the regular season game to come back and hopefully try to win it or even take it to overtime and to lose like that, that was, that that could be disheartening for a team, especially when the Liberty pride themselves on protecting home court, no matter regular season or playoff. And so that was probably a little bit of a gut check for them and they needed to come out and, and be strong because again, they haven't really seen Washington in a while you know that regular season game they hadn't played washington in some time and so and at that point washington got some players back and now washington's a different team than what they played you know a couple months ago so they knew it was going to be tough and sabrina is coming out all guns blazing she wants to win and you see that on the court that she's going to do everything she can to make sure her team wins yeah, I mean, you could argue that the Liberty are a different team too. I mean, by the time, you know, between the time when they faced the Mystics, the first game of the season where obviously things didn't go so well uh, till now, it's a different team. And I think like when I read like comments on Twitter or the media, like, you know, I don't see a lot of people like rooting for the Liberty, like, which mm. is, you know, I mean, I love this team. Obviously, we're kind of biased because we're like, you know, in New York and we're rooting for uh, our New York team. But there's a lot to 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 love about that team. Uh, just the way, like, they hustle, the different personalities and, you know, players and type of players that we have on that team. And, you know, they gave 100%. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, that's what New York fans love the most about you know, their teams, they don't necessarily ask them to be the best in the world, but as long as they give everything they got on that court, they would love that. And 
I have to mention the crowd, the noise level yeah. for that game. And it was only like, I mean, only, it was the lower level. So there was about, you know, close to 9,000 fans. But it was probably like the loudest I've heard in a very long time at the Barclays. Yeah. And the feed off from the energy that the team was giving when they, you know, started to dominate in the second half and Sabrina was scoring freeze after freeze, like it was getting so loud. And, and the players also feed from the crowd. They yeah. say like, you know, they're like, the sixth, uh, you know, player because when they're a little bit down or when they need that extra energy, like the crowd is there to give that extra boost. And you know, Sabrina when she scores, like, because at some point the Mystics uh, with Irons Allen, like, you know, made a little comeback. Mm -hmm. You know, we're back to like, you know, down six by points. eight or six points. Um, and then this is the moment where Sabrina scored two back-to-back frees, -back two screens from JJ, like you said. And the crowd went crazy. And, like, you could tell, like, her body language. Like, she wanted to show, like, you're not going to take a game on our home court. Like, yeah. you know, I think that, you know, she wanted to show that, you know, the Liberty are not a soft team. You know, like, a lot mm -hmm. of people kind of underestimate them uh, for some strange reason. Uh, but they, they got grit and they don't, they're not ready to lose any game at home and take that series to, to Washington for a game free. Not about, nobody that is rooting for Liberty or plays for Liberty, for the Liberty wants to see that happen. So, And I think the Liberty, I feel like for some players, they might be misunderstood. Because I think, you know, with Brianna Stewart, Vandersloot, John Cole Jones, these, Benajah Laney, you can even add stuff, Dolson to the mix. Like, some of these players, they've been around, yeah. you know, and they've been on, and they've, some of the players have won championships, you know. They're respected across the league. Um, and so I just think, like, Brianna Stewart's respected. There's no question about that. People know her game. They see it. She's an all-around player. But I, I do think what happens with the Liberty a lot of times, and I... And I think we saw that initially, like even last year and this year, like when you think about just simple things like going to the Barclays and you want to buy a jersey. Yeah. Um, and the only jersey that initially that was up were Sabrina jerseys, yeah, you two, know? two seasons ago. Yeah, yeah, it was just like, wait, there's nobody else? Like, I, at the time, I, I think I wanted um, Rebecca Allen's jersey, yeah. and that wasn't even there. And she had been on the team for a while, and I was just so, I was so surprised. Sabrina, yeah. And I was like, Sabrina just got here. Yeah, we love her. She's great. I'm, I'm not saying her jersey deserves to be there, but I'm like, where's the variety of having other players? And then you kind of slowly started to see the trickle of other players, and then... Like, again, this year, obviously, with Brianna Stewart and Vandersloot, those jerseys were up there pretty quickly. But I think, again, when you prioritize a player or lift up a player who I think at this stage of the game, she deserves to be lifted up. She's a great player, and she's only going to get better. But I think what happens within the league is that when you have already have already elevated a player that hasn't won anything yet and you know you got to see like they need to be battle tested and you know she you know for Sabrina she went through injury the last couple of years they had they they made it they snuck into the playoffs there last year but you knew they weren't going to get that far and now they have a team that can take them far but I think until she has a championship under her belt they're gonna get flack 
um, just because you've seen just how much she, you know, she's gotten within the media space and, you know, whatever sponsorship or whatever deal she may have, which girl, get your bag. Like, <laughs> I no shade. Get it. If it's, if it's being offered, why not? You know? So I just think overall though, like when you see journalists and other people criticize and, and we think sometimes that criticism is unnecessary. I, I, you know, I, I think there's a little more to it than that. And it's not just about the game because I don't think it's really about her game. I think there's just everything that surrounds it, the way our society is just set up with who you want to see, the look of the person you want to see, who you, you know, it's just, there's just a lot within our own media space and in this country that, that can, things can seem unfair yeah. for some players. Yeah, I mean, all, all I want is, you know, to have a fair assessments and, you know, if you're a journalist, to not be biased. I mean, obviously, you're going to have a preference. Or if you follow a specific team, uh, you're naturally going to root for uh, those players mm-hmm. and those teams. But the way I feel like sometimes the Liberty are sort of like ignoring the conversations of like, you know, winning a title or, you know, automatically people said, oh, they face the Mystics. Then, you know, they're going to probably going to be the upset of the first round. Like, like they automatically revert to like, oh, well, you know, that could be the upset. Like they don't even take them seriously. And I feel like sometimes the, the bias uh, kind of show. If you have arguments, you know, basketball-wise or on certain things that are related to how they play or manage certain situations, fine. But I think sometimes it's a little like, I don't know, dishonest, um, you know, the way they portray. You know, you could argue like, well, you know, the Las Vegas Aces, most of the players came through the draft uh, and build the team that way. Fair enough. Uh, and you could also argue that they have a lot of players that have a personality that a lot of people gravitate towards them versus maybe some of the Liberty players that are a little bit more reserved. Uh, but the Liberty, like, nobody cared about them when they were at the bottom of the league. They got Sabrina as the number one draft pick. They had, you know, and that's where I think, you know, Jonathan Cobb, the uh, general manager of the Liberty, totally deserved is uh, executive of the year award because he's been with the team since 2019 Mm -hmm. 2019 they were in Worcester they were not doing so well I think they were coming to the end of the era with Tina Charles and trading someone like Tina Charles is you know not something that is easy uh, or that you necessarily willing to do but they made those hard choices they picked Sabrina they picked Benaj Alini you know, Benaja had came from a breakthrough season in the bubble. Uh, they picked her. And then after that, you know, they try rookies that didn't necessarily work. They try a young coach. It didn't necessarily work either. And at some point, they had to make tough decisions. Now, as fans, we obviously love some of those players. You know, Didi Richards, uh, Mikel Onyewere, Rebecca Allen, all those all those players. Uh, Crystal Dangerfield. But at some point, you know, if you want to win a title, maybe you need to make strong decisions uh, to turn things around. And so you're not going to blame, you know, the team or the Liberty to manage to get in the free, uh, you mm-hmm. know, offseason players like Stewie, Slude, JJ. And on top of that, it's not like they're players that, 
you know, think they're better than who they are or, right. you know, bragging or whatever, arrogant. They give 100%. Mm-hmm. They're humble. So for me, it's like, I don't know what, you know, you wouldn't like about that team. And that's why I was really pleased with the way they ended that game just to go back and finish on, on that first uh, game. Like, they just showed that they are here, that we are one of the teams to beat. And the way they settled the score at the end and had a couple of frees to put an end to that game really showed me that they have the mentality and the desire to, you know, bring the first title uh, for, you know, for New York in the w- in the history of the WNBA. Yeah, they had that opportunity is definitely there for them. And they've been building this. They've been building up to this all season long. You know, yeah, it, it, you weren't sure at the beginning of the season, the first half of the season, you're wondering, like, I don't know. They got they, they might need to take this full season together and then, you know, come back strong the next season. But, you know, right after, you know, the All-Star um, break, they came back on a vengeance. I mean, I, I believe they still had the best, the best record in the league yeah. um, to close out you know, the second half of the season. I mean, they only had two losses. <laughs> so, mm. you know, it was either them or the Aces. But, like, I, I do think the Liberty had the best record and um, for the second half. And so they've been building to this. This is – and this is where they're going to get battle-tested. Just like everyone says, playoffs, everything resets to zero. This isn't like, oh, because we played them in the regular season, it's going to be the same in the playoff. No, everyone's going to play with a different edge. You're going to see players that are doing well get even better because they're going to kick it into another gear Mm. because everybody wants to win. This is your opportunity to get that trophy. And yeah, just because you're number two, you know, in the standings and the Mystics are are seventh, that doesn't mean anything. Everything resets. You're, You're playing a tough team and they have to have their head in the game from minute one and they just have to go out there and, and do their thing. So next game, game two, uh, still in New York, uh, will be on Tuesday at 7 p.m. What do you think is going to be the key to that game? Because the challenge with the playoff is that obviously you're facing the same team mm-hmm. in a very short amount of time and you have chances to make adjustments and, and things like that. So how do you see that game uh, play out? Because it's a do or die for the mistakes. They lose, they go home, yeah. and New York moves to the next round. I can see them trying to get the ball in um, Elena Deladon's hands more. Mm-hmm. Um, she definitely didn't. I mean, she scored, what, 11 points? 11 points. And what uh, was shocking is that she didn't take a single shot in the third quarter. Yeah, I would think that's going to change. So, you know, definitely defense is going to be huge for the Liberty, especially Stewie, JJ. Because between Deladon and Heinz Allen, who also, Heinz Allen, Heinz Allen had a great game. And so I think they're going to need to adjust on her in particular. And so I don't know if that's, you know, definitely JJ's opportunity to pick up that defense, pick up that assignment. It's not going to be easy because obviously Sabrina had seven threes. You're going to be watching for her in the three-point shot. You still want to try to suffocate Stewie, but something's going to give there. So hopefully everyone can still continue to uh, contribute um, like Benijah is going to start with the defense and that way you can get on runs and hopefully by getting on some runs, you can move the basketball the way you want to. I think for the Liberty, 
even though they won the game, they weren't really able to move the basketball as quick as they wanted to because Washington was just quick on defense yeah. and, and they were quick to get back. And, and so it was just, it, it made it difficult for the Liberty at times, not every time, but at times. Yeah. And um, I think what I would be really interested to see is how uh, Sabrina is going to play. And I'm 100% sure that they're going to revise their game plan for next mm-hmm. next time around and put a lot of focus uh, on her and probably try to do what you know she had to face all season long last year, those double teams. Um, so for a player like Sabrina, it's also where you're going to see the growth as well, like yeah. how she's going to respond uh, to you know more pressure on her. But then if they put more pressure on her, maybe they will free another player like and Stewie. even though the Mystics has done a great job against Stewie uh, this year so far, I really can't see her having, you know, two games in a row, a bad game. Uh, so I definitely expect uh, Stewie uh, to have a much better game offensively. And that's the beauty with the Liberty. You know, pick your poison. Like, if yeah. one person has a bad game or if you focus too much on one player, then it's going to be another player that is going to perform and so I really hope that the Liberty, and I'm sure they will, but really take this game seriously, give everything they got, and you know make sure they take care of business so that they don't have to go to Washington. But like you said, I think the defense is what's going to set the tone first. And the thing for, and even for someone like Sabrina Ionescu, even if you double team her, the thing is a lot of times you would double team her when she was coming up court, um, especially if she had the ball, if she was bringing the ball up. Now you have Sloot. Mm-hmm. So it's likely if you keep the, the ball in Sloot's hands to bring it up most of the time at least, you may not get as quick a double team. And what Sabrina has developed this season is getting into the paint. You know, yeah. she didn't do that as much last She definitely That's didn't right. do that that much last year. You know, by getting into the paint, driving, even having a couple of mid-range or just even some sort of hook shot. Like, mm-hmm floaters um if if she can do all of those things she's gonna be okay i I definitely think yeah they'll make the adjustments on her but she'll also adjust you know i i don't think like last year she's just gonna focus on being at the three-point line she's gonna adjust and do what's necessary and and take what the defense gives her yeah and uh one one final point and you know i was looking at the stats do you think sandy is gonna rely um on her starting lineup uh, just as much because she, you know, played her starters for most of the games. I mean, you look at yeah. the minutes. Sabrina plays 39 minutes, Tui 38, Benajah 36, uh, Jonqua and Van der Sloot 33 and 34. Um, and, you know, like Marine Johannes or, you know, uh, Stephanie Dawson or Kayla Foran didn't play a lot of minutes and they usually play at least mm-hmm. 14, 15 minutes. Do you see that happening again on Tuesday? Uh, it's likely, I think it's going to depend on how this game goes. Cause you're going to need defense. And at some point defensively, you're going to want KT out there. Definitely. You're, you're definitely going to want Kayla Thornton out there at some point. It's just going to be, you know, it's going to depend on how this game goes. If Washington is scoring like they did, you might see more KT, you know, yeah. out there, but you also got to be careful with, if you have both Deladon and Heinz Allen out there. It's tough. You're gonna you you need speed, and you're gonna have to keep JJ and Stewie out there a bit longer than maybe what you would like. 
but they have height in Washington. So yeah. you you need to match that. And so you, you got to But KT can hold her own because she definitely has some nice plays herself. But, yeah, the defense is what's going to help them the most. I think my fear is that if the game is start in the first half, she's definitely going to rely heavily on the starters, mm-hmm. considering the fact that if they beat the Mystics, they won't play until Sunday for uh, game one of the second round, which leaves a lot of time yeah. for them to rest. So unless it's a blowout and they're starting to have a comfortable lead in, in the first half or in the third quarter, I think she's probably going to rely a lot on, on the starters. Um, let's let's see. I mean, obviously, uh, I would want Marin to play a little bit more and mm-hmm. bring that extra magic, um, you know, to the crowd. But at the end of the day, you got to do anything you can to win that game. And, yeah. you know, the result gives uh, all the reasons uh, for Sandy to continue that way. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, but please make sure uh, if you live in New York to, to show up for that game if you can, if there's still any tickets left. And if you're not uh, you know, in New York, make sure to tune in and watch that game uh, because it's going to be great basketball whether you're rooting for the Liberty or not. Uh, we cannot wait to be at the Barclays again and experience uh, what we experienced this past Friday uh, and hopefully with a positive outcome. But like we all before... Uh, we'll definitely uh, record an episode after uh, the second game, so be on the lookout uh, on Wednesday for the next episode. But as we always say, Felicia, let's, let's go, go Liberty! Liberty!